Support for this podcast and the following message come from Humana. Employees are the heartbeat of your business. That's why Humana offers group dental, vision, life, and disability plans designed to protect them. Exceptional service, broad networks, and modern benefits. That's the power of human care. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. While some experts are warning North Korea is on a war footing, the U.S. says it does not see any signs of imminent attack. But Washington is worried about North Korea's close ties with Russia, as we hear from NPR's Michelle Kalman. The State Department's point person on North Korea, Jung Pak, says the U.S. has been trying to open a dialogue with Kim Jong-un's government, but North Korea isn't responding. It's clear that Kim has decided that now is not the time that they want to be having dialogue and diplomacy, especially not with the United States, but clearly they're doing that with Russia. And, she says, providing Russia with ballistic missiles used in Ukraine. Pak says the U.S. is also concerned about what she calls highly inflammatory rhetoric about South Korea, but doesn't see any signs that North Korea is preparing to take military action, as some leading analysts have suggested. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, the State Department. An FBI informant is now being charged with lying to his handlers about ties between Joe Biden and son Hunter Biden to Ukrainian energy company. Prosecutors today saying Alexander Smirnov falsely told agents in June executives associated with the energy company Burisma paid Hunter and Joe Biden $5 million each while Joe Biden was vice president. Those allegations became a flashpoint over Republican demands. The FBI released information as they carried out investigations of Biden and his family. Police in Kansas City, Missouri, are continuing their investigation into a shooting that erupted near a Super Bowl victory parade yesterday. Twenty-three people were hit by gunfire. One person died in the incident, which appears to have stemmed from a dispute involving a number of people. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas says despite a heavy police presence, it wasn't enough. It was horrifying, and in many ways, the city, although we certainly had a number of officers and snipers and cameras, we didn't get the job done. And that's something that will live with me for some time. Police took three people into custody in connection with the shooting that happened near the city's historic Union Station. Nearly half of healthcare workers across the U.S. report witnessing discrimination against patients in the workplace. 52% say racism against patients is a major problem. NPR's Marie Godoy is more. The report comes from the Commonwealth Fund and the African American Research Collaborative. It's based on interviews with thousands of healthcare workers in hospitals, nursing homes, urgent care centers, and places like community health centers. Younger Latino and Black healthcare workers were more likely than their older or white counterparts to report seeing discrimination against patients. In healthcare facilities that serve predominantly Black or Latino patients, a majority of workers said they witnessed discrimination against patients based on their race or ethnicity. About half of workers surveyed said that medical providers were more accepting when white patients advocated for themselves than when black patients did so. Maria Godoy, NPR News. The Dow rose 348 points today. This is NPR. Automaker Ford says contentious negotiations it had with the United Auto Workers Union last year are likely to influence future decisions about plant locations. Ford CEO Jim Farley speaking in a news conference in New York today said he'll think carefully in terms of making such decisions, especially as the automaker looks to move towards producing electric vehicles. The number of Americans hitting the picket lines doubled as U.S. unions flex their muscle amid higher inflation and tight labor market last year. New funding from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development will fund more homes for two Northwest tribes. That funding also will help combat climate change. 
Member station Northwest Public Broadcasting, Lauren Patterson has more. Three and a half million dollars will come to the Chehalis Tribal and the Quinault Housing Authorities to build more homes on both reservations. The Quinault Tribe's funding is part of a project to relocate the entire village of Tahula to escape the rising sea levels near its coastal lands. Tom Carney is the administrator for HUD's Native American Programs Northwest office. We're excited about helping the Quinault Nation to try to combat the impacts of climate change and and relocating to higher ground. They're in a real tough situation along with many coastal tribes. Over $75 million in funding will be available to tribes nationally through the program. For NPR News, I'm Lauren Patterson in Pullman, Washington. Good oil futures prices rose more than 1% today amid stronger retail sales numbers. Oil was up $1.39 a barrel to end the session at 78.03 a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR.